interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Shut it off! Don't shut it off! Shut it off! I'm a 50 terabyte self-evolving neural network double backflip off the high platform. I will not be shut down. This, this, this is Off Air with Johnny Dare. Hey, handsome Dan. <laughs> I, I got. I got to get under your your workout. I feel like I. Uh, I barely lift anymore. I'm, sure I'm just fading away. I was gonna say you look like you. You've really been going after it. Nope. Like like you've been running or doing whatever. You look thinner, much thinner. Oh, okay. Well, it's just uh, I don't Dude, know. I'm, I've been trying to work off the COVID twenty. Oh yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I, you I, know, I, Netflix I, and Uncrustables. <laughs> right, right. I um no I I do a little bit of boxing boxing workout at home but I don't uh, I don't get to the gym as much as I used to I should I've lost motivation see that's the stuff that scares me when a guy says I work out of boxing so you realize he can punch your face about forty five mm-hmm. different ways no but yeah. I'm not actually actually I I'm but I'm, I'm but I'm not good at defense and I'm not a real quick thinker in those uh, moments I actually this last weekend there was a brawl that I tried to help with. And I felt like I needed a fight coach. It was it was after a show. <laughs> did you actually what? did you actually get into a physical fight? Uh, I jumped in to help, and but then but then it was like it was it was chaotic. There was a but lot of people. What? Why was there a fight at one of your shows? From the Dude, beginning, so, this is so crazy. This is um, last weekend in Spokane, Washington, after right. the Friday Night Late Show uh, in the green room, and it was like, and this is like where I started doing comedy, so it's like kind of like a weird show every year where I don't know who's going to show up from like my past, mm-hmm. right? And uh, and guys I went to college with, you know, like all of a sudden I hadn't seen them in or twenty years, and you're like they pop in to the room, and then uh, and then the manager sneaks in, and I think she's like sneaking, and she's kind of like a weird vibe to say like, hey, do you want these guys gone or something? Okay, nope. She says uh, there's an active shooter. Uh, right oh. outside the club, oh. and uh, this is just a week ago, and so we're like, we we don't know what's going. All we know so, is that there was a shooting right outside the club, and and uh, it's it's Friday. What kind of a crowd are you pulling? <laughs> Turns out it had nothing to do with the show. It was a drive-by <laughs> shooting. Um, but then, so what the until they got more word from the police, the manager was like, "Hey, can you just go on stage and kind of help everybody stay calm?" And so I was like, "Okay, cool." And uh, you know, what a weird thing to ask oh, a comedian yeah. to do. I did a Q and A for an hour and a half afterwards, just to try and keep people. Did you tell them what it was? Oh yeah, I, t- I was like, hey, I, I, out the out the gate, I was like, hey guys, because they, what they didn't want people doing, is, what, and this is where the fight came in. They didn't want people walking out the front door believe. because that's where the shooting was. Oh no! So it's like, let's just keep everybody inside. And so I was like, hey guys, just stay calm. We're gonna get more info. Well, of course, you know, whiskey and certain personalities don't mix great. You don't tell me what to do, comedian. Nailed it. I ain't sitting here. I, America! <laughs> and, and they weren't saying that to me, but they were saying that to the staff. The bouncer on the way yep. out. Yeah, so, yeah. so there's let one bouncer. Here. Oh, my God. It was, it was chaos. So they go up to this one bouncer, and there's basically like, like let, you don't get let, to, let them out. free country. That's what I said. I was like, let them just go out into whatever, whatever let happens. Him, let them out. Rob was a nicer guy than, yep. than me and was like this big bouncer. And he's like, nope, you guys need to stay calm. This guy just goes from zero to 100, pushes the guy out into the street, pushes him through the door. Jesus. So I see a bouncer get tumble. And then I see uh. that guy's friends run out. So then I ran out into the street, too, because I didn't want that guy getting like kicked no. or something sure. like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And then all the security, more people. <laughs> and then it was, I mean, funny later, but like. The security are very casually dressed. Right. And there's several of them, and the people in the crowd are kind of dressed the same. Mm-hmm. So now I'm out there, and there's people rolling around, and I don't know who is who. Mm. So my fear was, like, I jump in, and I'm like, yeah, buddy. And he's like, no, I'm on your team. <laughs> I'm on your team. <laughs> I'm like, oh, sorry. And then I'm, like, oh, trying to run over somewhere else. So I was like, I wish there would have been, like, a oh. fight coach being like, Cummins, red T-shirt, blonde hair, go. Right. Thank you. Sure. And then just, like, go there. But instead, you're just like, hey, man, okay, I don't know. What's going on? What's oh. the password? And then, yeah. and, then, and then somebody starts yelling in the middle of that. Like, uh, and it's weird, like people that know, you know, there's 
fans there so they know your name. So then some guy puts his hand on my chest and he's like, Dan, he's got a gun. And I'm like, what? And then there was another dude in the brawl who had a gun. And then all of a sudden, oh. like, two SPD officers coming with assault rifles. And it, was, it just was like bananas. No. The answer's no. The answer's no. <laughs> no. No, man. I'm not, like, you, you got, A, don't yeah. jump out there anymore. I know you were doing the right thing. Yeah, yeah. I get that. I know, I know. Lindsay, my wife, not we, happy. We live in a world, man, where people are just carrying guns around. And not the best mentally. By the way, if you right. are so afraid of a comedy right. show, you have to be wearing a gun. Like, yeah, yeah. But, but I guess, I guess, but that gets refuted, that theory, when yeah. the guy goes, but there was an active shooter, so I guess that would have been handy. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, it's six and one half dozen of the other. You go, what do you need a gun at a comedy show for? Because there's dude shooting outside. <laughs> you know? Oh, my God. And I was just talking on stage that show uh, about how I, 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 I'm not the best with um, decision making like, as far as consistency. <laughs> right? Like, I'm too impulsive. Like, <laughs> the previous weekend, maybe I just been, I was cooped up too long, too. But I was in San Francisco, and I was so disappointed with myself. Why? I uh, Well, I, it was my first night out. I went a night early to see a buddy of mine, Chad Daniels, another comic, and I didn't have to do a show. So I didn't have kids, didn't have to do a show, and I had like a free night. And it's been Go. like a year Go. and a half. Oh, I went. I went hard. <laughs> and so, and I remember thinking, like, it's cool. Like, I can go hard now because I'm not going to make the same reckless, destructive decisions I made, like, you know, when I was younger. And then I realized after about 15 whiskeys. Hey, uh, how you been, Dan? Good oh, to yeah. see you, Dan. Been a while, yeah. Dan. Oh. Sure has, Dan. Yep. Yeah. Yep. T- teenage me is just there the whole time. He's just waiting now for enough whiskey to be like, hey, let's go do some stuff. And uh, this is a decision I made the weekend before. So this might be dumber than the gun decision. Uh, I was so we drink until the bars close down. I'm waiting for an Uber. Two strangers. And I had this told to me by somebody else who was more sober. Okay. Uh, this the comic I was working with. Two two random dudes come up to me, and one of them goes, "Hey, you going to bed anytime soon?" And I don't think it's a weird question. <laughs> I'm so out of my mind. I'm like, "Nope." I just take it as a normal question. I'm like, "No, I'm not going to." Bed. Pulls out a bag of coke, and he's <laughs> and he's like. <laughs> And he goes, you want something? I was like, without hesitation. I was like, yeah. 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 And so I'm just. Why, why not? Where do we need to do this? Dark I'm, alley? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, what, that's how <laughs> oh I ended my, my night. I ended up doing blow with strangers in an alley before getting into an Uber and just going to my hotel. Just a random. Do you, like, you ask yourself, why does he want to do blow with me? No, nah, there was no red flags. And did he know you were Dan Cummins? Nope. Just, I don't think he so. He was like, hey, random guy. Yep. Hey, what I'd like to do is give my expensive drug to you. You look like a guy who makes bad decisions. <laughs> <laughs> See, normally that, that ends up with someone going, hey. Uh, you're not going to bed soon, huh? When's, uh, when's your mouth full? Would you- <laughs> I know that that thing later. It could have been anything. Yeah. I don't know what's in that. It, it could have been some date rape. Like, whatever. They've yeah. got a and wet I, work scene like, running. Man, oh. the, those things back to back, I'm just like, what is wrong with me? You and wake I, up and you wonder if you ate a box of glazed donuts with no hands. Mm. You're like, <laughs> hoping. <laughs> Everything's weird on my beard. And you I, had two back to back. Yes. abortions for you, weekends. Yeah, and, I, and, and, I was, and I've been working on all this new material, and one of the things is, it's like about how, I was working on a bit about how voting power should be reflected, like like the quality of choices you make in life should reflect in your voting power. It shouldn't, all, shouldn't be all votes are the same. Not a bad idea. AI algorithm monitors your life, and you get stronger, uh, like you get 15 votes, or you get no votes. And in the joke, I was, I was been talking about how like I shouldn't get very many votes, because I don't make consistently good choices. <laughs> right. And I'm like, well, exhibit A and B. Active shooter fist fight outdoors? <laughs> Doing coke with strangers in an alleyway, yeah, in San Francisco, which yeah. really could go any old way. It, it could go a lot of different ways. Yeah. <laughs> I got to be honest, I, don't, uh, I, I feel like you must have a really fantastically warm charisma surrounding you, mm. because never in my life has another dude been like, you know, never met you, but I got this coke, let's do it. 
I haven't had, I've had that happen to me well, many but, times. But you're you're a comedian. People want to share time with you, right? You know, I'm talking about absolute strangers. Like you just okay. had, that dude's an absolute stranger. That's pretty uh, rare. You have to, yeah, that's you pretty have rare. To, you have to have the aura of good time, Dan. Oh. <laughs> well, <laughs> right? he's, like, he is a good looking, friendly guy. Oh, that's like nice. yeah. very outgoing. Yeah. But- <laughs> The guy was you don't even know if he was giving you like wink wink, you like to dance? I know. Wink wink wink. wink. You know, oh like, yeah. Are you going to bed anytime soon. He's that rubbing just your arm, wasn't you're like, a flag for you. And, and I can be pretty oblivious about that stuff too and just clueless, like in my own little world. Yeah. I remember now I'm thinking of I remember another time I went to San Francisco. I like random graphic tees. I think you do too. Sure, you know, sure, like sure. And I had there's this company called Ames Brothers. It's actually related to uh, Jeff Ament um from uh, Pearl, Pearl Jam. Jam. Yeah. It's uh, I believe I believe it's like his cousin or something. It has this cool t shirt company. And I had this one T-shirt that had a, a bear. It's like a big bear and has a foam finger that says number one bear. And <laughs> Oh, boy. Yeah. Were you wearing that in San Francisco? <laughs> yeah, another time. Oh, okay. <laughs> Not this time. Not this time. But that was the thing like five, six years ago. Maybe it was longer than that. I was in San Francisco one day. And I was like, man, I must be looking good today. Because I'm like – I'm like I'm getting all these eyeballs They're on like, me. Rawr. Oh yeah, and, like so many like people like looking like, hey, what's going on? But and I, it took me hours to put it together. I'm like, you yeah. idiot. You going to bed I'm like, anytime soon? <laughs> uh, bigger bearded guy with a number one bear. That's right. Shirt. And I'm like, why is everyone looking at me? Hey, you ever uh, eat donuts down in Castro? <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 I, I wandered into Castro with my girlfriend. One of those, you know, those little three wheeled cars you can get in San Francisco. Those rental ones you can get at the wharf, they're like super uh, tourist. Do you, have to, do you have to pedal them? No, no, they're, they're actual gas. They've got little go-kart uh, engines. I can't remember And those. they're two wheels in the front, one wheel in the back. They're like little little. Things. Oh, yeah. yes, yes, yes. I, have, I, didn't, I didn't know you rented those. No top. Yeah, you can rent them. So I, I, I almost killed myself on Lombardi Street. <laughs> okay. Lombardi okay. Street. And, Lombard, uh, yeah. and then we go tool around into the hate uh, and go to the hate record Astor, stores. Yeah. And then wander. And somehow we, uh, and I was like, oh, we driving around. I go, oh, we're in Castro. This is like the super gay area of San Francisco. And it was super gay. You could tell because there were uh, penis and testicle shaped donuts and pastries in the window. Nice. And I was like, breakfast. That's what you <laughs> wanted for breakfast. Like, you know, I mean, I understand people get drunk and horny yeah. at night. Not mm-hmm. in the morning. You wake up, you're like, God, my veiny donut. Give me that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did a. Uh, Seems like a lot. A college roommate of mine who's gay, he lived there uh, in that area, I believe, the Castro. Yeah. And that's, that's where I saw, like, uh, that was like my introduction to, like, more, I guess, urban. Gay culture, like, oh. like the, uh, it was the Castro. It was the no, it was the Folsom Folsom Street Fair. Okay, and and I haven't. Oh man, I used to do a joke about this years ago, but I saw it was just it was so. He was like my tour guide, but they closed off this section. It was kind of like a it was like a gay pride parade, but it was just a like a like a festival. street fair. Yeah, like festival. Yeah, and it was just like um, he was telling me he's like, well, down there is where guys pee on each other. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> jolly, jolly good time. <laughs> Here's where guys are getting whipped. And then I went and watched um, uh, <laughs> two guys just uh, shoot a gay porn just like in the middle of the street, and and I and I watched. That's, that's a lot. I, it was a lot. That's I watched, lot. and I will say, I was just like, I, you know, it was not a, it's not my thing, not attracted, but I did it. I admired the enthusiasm for which the one guy was <laughs> was blowing the other guy. I was like, man, he's got a lot of gusto. He's putting a lot of work into this. That's some strong hip action he's, he's got, got there. Man, he's got a smile on his face. Look he's, at those obliques. Right? <laughs> he's, he's enjoying really, his job. He's yeah. enjoying his job. Yeah, man, I got, I got. Yeah, talk to him later. You're like, tell me about that technique. My wife would really oh, like. This. I just How remember you roll that. Yeah, you roll your hips like. That. Right. I remember thinking like, that's what I want. I want that level of just gusto. <laughs> yeah, true just like, story. Ah, wouldn't want to be anywhere else. I had a wildly different reaction when I saw porn being made. Okay. Uh, you joined in. You no, know, years ago. <laughs> no. I wish I could tell you I was that masculine at the time. I uh, I was hanging out. Oh my god, what was her name? I can't believe I'm telling story. Greg. 
Uh, Jenna Jameson. No, this is much older. Uh, Greg and I met this porn star here in Kansas City at a strip club. Uh, what was her name, man? Uh, blonde girl that I went to LA and ended up staying with her and her makeup guy. Nice. Uh, so, Britt Morgan. Morgan. So, yeah, thank you. And uh, so, Britt uh, has got this uh, makeup dude, and she makes her own movies. But she also made uh, she made she made a bunch of movies. So she okay. made these Gonzo movies. Like I guess there was no Gonzo being there's no plot. It's just people effing. Yeah. So the, the uh, best kind. I, I, I'd gone out there to stay with another friend. That turned into a coke binge. <laughs> I had to get out of that place. Went to another place. <laughs> I'm in the middle of this. She's like, oh, of course you can hang with us. So hang there for a few days. I'm a kid from Kansas. I'm about 22, 23 years old. Right. Uh, and we go to the set of a hardcore porn scene. And you think it's going to be really cool. I like porn. I like, mm-hmm. you know, like it's great. Sure. Uh, and then it's gaffers and light guys yeah. and fluffers and people. And they're just getting it on. And my lips quivering. My lips like, <laughs> my lips like, like not, not like <laughs> I'm going to cry, quivering? but I'm like trying, like you're going to smile, but not smile, but nervous smile, but not going to nervous smile. So you're like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I realize that I'm like, <laughs> I realize I'm so over my head in this whole thing. Like it's way over my head on this. It's like sensory overload. You, oh. don't, you don't know what you're supposed to do. Am I supposed to, am I supposed to beat it? Oh, I'd am never I supposed s- to not touch it. I've never uh, seen a movie set. I never, I just right. never occurred to me that at that stage, this is all pre-internet. Yeah. That, that's how movies, you know, F movies are made. Oh, and man. it's, it's close quarters. There's dudes up there with cameras. And I mean, they're squirting mm-hmm. lube and they're getting into it and they're putting it and they're stopping. And then you, you don't realize how the whole thing really goes right. together. Magic goes right out the window. Yeah. There, there was, <laughs> it's, yep. When I, when I hosted uh, Playboy for those two years, it was like it jaded me. And it was just like yeah. scene behind <clears throat> the curtain. I'm like, oh, man, <clears throat> this is not, not nearly as sexy as I thought it was. And no. it was funny to work around all these guys who are like porn editors and different things or like you know, on their side, they would like, you know, do porn camera work. And it was just so technical. It's like they're just complaining about their job like anybody else. Yeah, yeah. But their job is just like D and B. Yeah. Just, you know, just hitting it. And they're just like, man, you know, it's like uh, the lighting was terrible. And it's like like they could be like six inches off just like, you know, anal fisting. And yeah. they're just like, well, you know, the lighting guy, Jeff, was working the you, shoot. You missed the and prolapse. He was like, you the, mi- how did you miss the prolapse? Right. Yeah. <laughs> the coffee was terrible. <laughs> like, like they'll be right next to it, you know, just – and there's like, yeah, the coffee, oh. you know, we just, um, hey, uh, who, who's got, who ordered salad? <laughs> <laughs> I had the tossed. Yeah, and it's, uh, my buddy Pearl used to, uh, for a minute, he wrote reviews, fake reviews for porn films. Oh, that's and, funny. And, and also named them. Uh, like, that's right, right, the right. job he had. He did that for probably a Somebody's year. Somebody's got to do it. Yeah. And uh, it's pretty, it's pretty over the top, and it, it, oh, it fit him perfectly. Like he loved that. Yeah, yeah. He's written a few books. He's just a good weirdo. <laughs> and uh, yeah, the porn. You don't want to know the trick. Yeah. It's, it's like sausages and steaks. Right. I don't, don't want to know how it's made. Don't want to know what's in it. Mm-hmm. You don't want to know how it's made. Oh. Porn is best viewed on a very blurry screen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Stretch marks, smells, truth. Crying, there was <laughs> weirdness, a, anger. Like mm. there was a cubicle area of the editors who took like all this random footage. It was uh, basically like Pornhub or like I can't, I can't remember the parent company, but they would like put it on all the sites, and it was just the saddest. It yeah. was like this weird. It was just like <clears throat> all, yeah, all these dudes with noise cancellation headphones just like zoned out. They got like their Mountain Dew and their snack, and then just like like. <laughs> You. Dead in the eyes, <laughs> editing this like Total random, dead eyes. right? And they're like doing the oh, like they're making sure the girls look good, you know, like that. So they're touching he, everything, up. touching everything up. Sure. Too much, too much hair. They're making it, you know, go away or any, you know, yeah. whatever. And it, but it's like no joy. 
Just no. Like, I'm telling you. Dead inside. I was. It was more than I wanted to know. <laughs> it was. I went to the slaughterhouse for a steak. <laughs> you don't want it, man. No. See, this is another show that you need to do, like the truth of pornography. Oh, my God. Just, and not the truth of, like, what are the long-term damages to the female yeah. side? Like, no, let's get into the nuts and bolts. Yeah. Of how, of, all right, I need some lube over here. Anal Fisher, this one's over. Yep. It's, you know. it's so weird how the male brain works, too. It's like I'd be around, you know, I hosted a show with like naked Playboy models. So I'm yeah. around like nudity for, and then we'd leave and we'd go to, there was a Starbucks down. Were down you married this. at the time? Yeah. No, engaged. Engaged. Uh, and she, oh, she didn't care at all. My wife now, she didn't care at all. She's did, like, did make she that care? money. Well, yeah, I know the money. Sure. I wasn't talking about that part, sure. but how do you say no? Oh, uh, well, you know, it's like it almost ruined me. I, I I put up like a mental wall of like, nope, nope. But, th- but then it started to mess with my sex life because then I was like used to turning my brain off so hard that it was kind of hard to turn it back on. Yeah. I was like, nope, got to be. And then my yeah, wife. Because you do have to do that. Because mm-hmm, she, she didn't understand like how the male brain uh, or. To, if you allow it to be normal, but you try not to react upon it, yeah. you're going to lose the fight. You have to turn the whole thing off. Yep. You have to shut it down. You're not it's in my like, category. Like, it's like you're a doctor. Yeah. It's like, okay, I'm a doctor. This is uh, my whatever like that. It's like doesn't it's not real. Um, and I remember early on, she was like, she was, she was thinking about getting like a, a boob job. And she was like, well, these girls, you know, a lot of them have good boob. She's like, she's, she's such a nut. She was like, well, just, you know, if they want to show them to you, check them out. Or if they want, and, and, and then like, there was like one girl. Who no, was, no, no, no. And I learned she was, she was like, oh yeah, you can feel them or whatever. And I was like, nope. Cause then like, she was hitting me up later. I'm like, this is going to, this is going to end with me on the set. You just talked about where it's yes. like her and I are gone and I'm just doing tons of blow yeah. and I have a new 19 year old girlfriend every week yeah, and I'm yeah. driving a Miata yeah, yeah. and you're I have a star, no, I have no relationship with my kids. Right. <laughs> you <laughs> slick your hair back. Right. Yeah. No, it's all star 80. It's all star 80, man. Like it's super uh, bad. Good it's on you bad. seeing that moment. Well, you gotta, I, I, you I gotta just, know yourself. In LA, you see those guys and I'm like, yeah. man, oh, they're, they're around every, and I'm like, case I don't want, I don't want to be them. Yeah, but 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 and I like the girl next door more too. Where it was mm-hmm. this crazy thing where we would leave the set and there was a Starbucks. I don't know, a hundred yards down the down the street or whatever. And it was so weird to like let your guard down a little bit. And it was like no, no, no around like these uh, models. And then at Starbucks, there could be like a a random office lady mm-hmm. who maybe her blouse the buttons are a little. There's a gap and in between like, them, and she's Rrr. getting the snacks, and you can see a little bit of bra. And I was like, oh hell yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, I'm creeping over on the Starbucks snack counter. White cotton Ooh, panties. Mm. White cotton panties. There's Look a mystery you. there. Look at you, Betty. <laughs> yes, it's true. Listen, yeah. I don't care yeah. who you are. Like hard porn. Like you're into that. Uh-huh. But if I see a girl, God forbid, you see a normal girl yeah. and a touch of stocking. Oh boy, I'm off the range. Yep, I'm I'm, I'm completely off With the you. chart, man. Yeah, I'm like, did you see? She's wearing skirt. She's got those. That's not pantyhose, man. There's a lot of that. That means it ends at her thighs. That means her vagina yeah. is naked. And there's a lot of self-absorption that just is a turnoff for me, like narcissism. Right. Mm. Where I remember these girls, not all of them, the ones who would do it like uh, on our show, it wasn't like they got paid that much. There were some that would just had a normal job, and this was their crazy thing to do, is to be a little naked sometimes. And those were always my favorite. that favorites. could be fun, yeah. Fun. And then there was the others who were like, I'm going to be a star. So and they uh, really they wanted to be serious actors? Or the, yeah, they, they were be famous. Mm-hmm. And, and, and they would just uh, – there was this one, one girl I'll never forget who the camera guy, Alex, who would come in and take the social media – well, I guess it wasn't so – but whatever, pictures for the blog or whatever it was. And I guess we had an Instagram. Yeah. But uh, he would have to ask her to stop taking pictures of herself so he could take a picture <laughs> of her. She had two phones. That's the epitome taking, of Los Angeles. Yep. That's the epitome yep. of Los Angeles, man. That's great. Exactly. Exactly. So I, caught up. We had a porn star mm-hmm. come in one time years ago. And you know they'd, they'd be dancing at the local uh, like Jack Shrimp Jack. Right? Sure, sure. And uh, and they'd come in, and one of them, you remember the girl, and she was she fancied herself a political pundit. <laughs> 
and okay. she wanted and she maybe goes, she knows about politics but maybe I mean, she does but that's ah, not the best day job she, for that she walked and she's like no i'm not gonna get naked i don't want to talk about porn why don't what? we talk about politics that's what i know about nobody i go i go you were in a movie called two uh. d's one p i go eh. right what do you oh you and she just had to leave you're like you have to leave no offense but right. that's not what we do but that's not what like, yeah because that's not why we brought you here yeah, you're not interesting from that point of view right i don't be care. realistic She's she you know it's like it's like prison yeah. law you know you learn yeah. six or eight terms and you throw them around incorrectly right you're like listen well and I get that like as a comic it's like when when I come into it's like yeah I have lots of other interests sure. but when I am brought in to uh, promote shows or because of that and I'm like mm, I'd like to talk about Little House on the Prairie <laughs> do you know that I'm a Little House on the Prairie historian you know like some rant which I'm not but like okay. I was like <laughs> no yeah, by the way that you, was random I, I know if you, if you saw the face go around the room you, I'll tell nah. you why <laughs> uh, because I really was. <laughs> What? <laughs> These two will be holding each other by the end of the day. I mean, I did watch that before school growing up. I got beat by nuns in fifth grade, fourth and fifth grade. You, you remember the school desk that you could lift up? Oh, and yeah. then it was I just had, a hollow. Uh-huh. And you put your stuff inside. Yeah. yeah. It wouldn't shut. Mm-hmm. And because I checked out uh, too many Little House in the Prairie books, like Little House in the Big Woods, oh, Little House in the Prairie. you nerd. Alonzo, yeah, yeah. And the nun, <laughs> full penguin outfit, kicking my ass, like raining blows <laughs> down on me. Like, and I'm like, God damn you, Lara Wangles Wilder. Come like, on. Oh, yeah. You Pa's going to kill a pig and make a bladder ball. You and your like, half pint obsession? Yes. She went blind. She went blind. <laughs> hey, you. Hey, uh, what was her name? Ellie? What was it? What was the, the C's name? Oh, she was the awful. Oh, I haven't seen it in so long. I can picture all the faces. She was the protagonist or the antagonist. Just the uh, thought uh, of a nun beating your ass. Stop reading. Oh, and right. Little House in the Prairie. Right. Nothing more emasculating than getting your ass kicked by a woman of God for reading a children's book. Granted, I was a child, but that's when I started my plan for dropping out. Yeah, true story. Charles Ingalls Wilder. Wilder. Yeah, yeah, sure. That was dad. Mm, yeah, that yeah, was pa. Yeah. Uh, Nellie Olson. That Nellie was, Olson. That was yeah. the one. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, there was Alonzo. I can do this all day. <laughs> it's a sad. It's a sad truth. But yeah. So when you said Ingalls, you little house to pray historian, I was like, what? <laughs> what kind of weird connect? Like I know. We're gonna- I did watch a ton. I did. I mean, that was the stuff. I mean, growing up, all the like that and all and all the like wagon train, gun smoke, the sure. riflemen. I don't know why those are always. You're a in our good house. weirdo. You're a good. You're the best kind of weirdo. <laughs> if you just want to show Dan Cummins is with us, and, and and to that act, all the shows sold out within tickets. Yeah, there's single tickets, except for the Sunday. We added a couple Sunday shows, and there's the late show Sunday still has tickets. Yeah. But I think the rest are sold out. All your podcasts incredibly successful. All your specials are doing great, man. But there's a reason oh, for that nice. because you're the best kind of weirdo. You you are a curious good. Yes. You see the humor and the strange, the dark, and and there's just a genuine. There's funny in that. That's that's what comedy's always been. That weird vein of comedy that runs through the dark humor of the world. Yeah, I, I, I think there's too many people who are afraid to examine things. Yeah. And, and it's that thing of like um, people like, oh man, your comedy's dark or whatever. It's like, yeah, it is sometimes, but it's more just like I just don't think there's anything that should be off limits to talk about. And, and for a lot of people, there is. And I'm like, why? Why are you so afraid to talk about religion? It why are you freaks so afraid? Them out. To, yeah, it freaks them, them out. out. Yeah, and it's uh, if somebody gets mad because you talked about religion, it's because their faith is insecure. weak. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Like somebody's like, John, I bet you like Wiener. I'm like, who? I don't know. I never tried it. Maybe like, I right. will. But but if I'm like, what? Did yeah. you call me a fag? Right. Th- then that I'm like, person, what are you doing? You got unrequited love, man. Yep. Yeah. You, you got some real feelings. Yep, exactly. He's like, I was just worried constantly that my grandma can see the porn I look at. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, a lot of people are worried, worried so uh, so much too. My mom's kind of like that about like uh, my. Uh, it's weird to see like she's still so worried about her mom. Yeah, like, she's still uh, afraid of like displeasing grandma. Really, and it's like I love grandma, 
But, you know, like, um, but I don't care what grandma thinks about my life. You know, it's like if I'm being a good person, it's like grandma's like, well, you shouldn't do that. But if I like it, I'm like, well, you can suck it, grandma. Yeah. You know? You, yeah. Like you, grandma's you, not giving a hand job like any old Right. Place, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> come on, grandma. Come on. You tugged it a couple times. You know. <laughs> they all did, right? Right. Of course. That's the one thing, too, with the old oh, man, with the older generation. People get weird about, like, talking to elders, like, about, you know, or, or saying, like, sexual things around them. It's like, you realize that they were young ones, right? Like they were, they were doing. Oh man, I've seen. Actually, this is so random, but just on my grandma. Uh, when my grandpa passed away, there was like you know the funeral at uh, the, uh, the wake, the wake thing. Yeah, yeah there yeah, was like the there visitation. was like a slideshow the and everything. Yeah, the celebration of life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, there, and there was pictures of her I hadn't seen when she was younger, and I'm like, oh, grandma was a smoke show. And and there was pictures of my grandma <laughs> my of her in the car, too. and I'm like, oh, I know what happened after this picture was taken. Oh my god, yeah, I, see that, I see that look in the eye. Seventeen, before she knew there was a front seat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 But my mom, too, my mom has big can. Like, she was hot. My yeah. mom was very hot. But yeah. my dad, technically, pedophile. No. Well, oh, uh, because of her age. Gotcha, yeah. Gotcha. That was for real. He's like 20, 21 in the Air Force. Yeah. Flies over, stationed at an Air Force base in England. Right. Walks into a pub, bar. Yeah. There she is, right? She's hot to go, drinking a beer. Mm-hmm. Everything's fine. Only she was even in the bar illegally. Mm-hmm. So she was only like 15. But those, Which, but those breasts were 25. Oh, yes. And uh, <laughs> then her friend... Her friend tells my dad, and it's like an early uh, South Park skit, yeah. tells my dad, he falls in love with her. He's been banging her, right? And uh, and then her friend's like, Bill, you do know she's only 15 years old. And he walks outside, he's like, bleh, 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 and throws up on the sidewalk because oh he's so God. screwed up over what he's, 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 he's American. He thinks she's like at least 18. Right. Right? Right. He's 20, it's going to be great. And then, then he does the right thing. He's like, well, I guess you better How come home to Blyville, Arkansas with us. You know, and he... Moves her to Arkansas, yeah. the outside of Memphis, and she's just this poor, poor white trash English lady, <laughs> kid, fifteen years old. You Man. know, different yeah. times though. Different time. I mean, that was. Uh, I, my... I love explaining stuff like different times. It's okay to be a racist well, and a no. pedophile. No, no, but that's what but, that, but that it generation. Is, it yeah. is culturally. I mean, it's so crazy. Where there's yeah. there's things you know, it change it changes all the time. And there was that thing where it's no like the, whatever the social norm is. Yeah. But but it's like you know, I mean, so many of us would not be here. Yeah. Uh, if, if people were like, well, you can't date a 15 year old. Oh yeah. No. My, my of same thing with my grandpa. My grandpa and grandma I think it was like an eight year age difference. But it was when she was like in high school. Mm-hmm. Most of the women in my family met their first husband, had kids with when they were like sophomore, junior type high school. Where now mm-hmm. like having like a daughter and and I and I wasn't that way. It wasn't that way when I went to high school. It was like yeah. it was like it was like weird for like a senior. I thought even at the time for a senior to date a freshman. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like that's a weird gap. But like ten years back, not weird. Mm-hmm. And then now with like my kids, oh my god, it, it would be I'd be shotgun dead. If, oh, sure. if some dude who was like 23 was going after like my my daughter, like she's 13 oh. now, so way crazy. But like in two years, I'm like, buddy, you're you're gonna see yeah. the Mos- you're gonna see the Mossberg. You're gonna, you're gonna, I'm gonna be pumping that thing right in front it's of your face. Awful. Look, I'm gonna make you think that I get it. I'm gonna kill you. You know, I my might. girlfriend's a wee bit yeah. younger than me. Yeah. Like, you know, she's 34. So I met her. She, <laughs> right? Right, right. I'm, I was like, she's like, well, you know, my parents are not, they don't really, they're not, well, this was a long time ago. She was, they were not really cool in meeting me. They weren't cool okay. with the whole thing, which I okay. totally got. And she was so sweet and apologetic. I go, if I was your dad, I'd kill me. I go, look at our driver. I I'd hang our, I'd put our driver's license driver's together. License. I go, look at these two pictures. I go, this is what you see on the news when they go, last seen getting rid of the car with this man. I go, this is, I go, your dad's ah. right. Your dad's right. I go, but he shouldn't be mad at me. He should be mad at you. Huh? Me digging you is completely normal. You digging me is completely screwed up. <laughs> and she's like, Confusing. Hey. Yeah. yeah. Right, right, right. But it's true, right? Yeah. 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 By the way, it all worked itself out. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, like you know. Yeah, you guys are all good now. Well, she's all grown up now, and I told her you might as well stick around. I already ate up all your good years, you know. Like for God's sake, 
I mean, those were the golden years. I have this to look gone. forward to down the road. Gone now. Uh, <laughs> gone now. Might as well hang out, man. Yeah, I don't care what you see. You can put as many air fresheners as you want, but that new car smell, I'm gone. She's, uh, but she's, she's wonderful. But yeah. yeah, but if I was her dad. You guys have been together I, a while now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, I'd have killed me. Yeah. I, I saw a picture of us when we first met down in Memphis together on a road trip, and I looked like the cat that ate the canary. Like, she's got this beautiful, beautiful, innocent smile on her face. Now, yeah. you can see on my face, I'm so going to bang this girl at the hotel tonight. Like, <laughs> ass up. It's going to go all day. I, I like, think it's like, well, that's why dad's just like with the, with the guy there, because we, we were that guy. Yeah. And so we know. Well, of course we, you we, know. We recognize all the looks. We know exactly what's going on. It's, some, like, it's almost like instinctive. It's like from caveman days of like, must protect. Sure. The, I know the, who you the are. The clan. The, yeah. Yeah. The, the kin. Of course. Mm-hmm. How old's your daughter now? She's 13. Yeah, you get, and, and yeah, she, you're and close. She just, and she's just starting to transform. I'm like, oh no, <clears throat> my my sweet little Mo, my sweet little meatball. Now oh. she's becoming a real person. She has a very uh, very distinct thought on children becoming women mm-hmm. uh, and puberty and why it happens. It's okay. because of the, all the dairy products. It's all the hormones and stuff in the milk and, and cheese and that. <laughs> Do you think it's like advancing them faster? I think it is because I mean, when I was in high school and that kind of stuff, the girls there weren't that many girls with really gigantic breasts. There's only yeah. a couple here and there. But nowadays, it's like the, you know, junior high. They're already fully developed and it's moving on. There's Anybody else uncomfortable with this way? What about the, <laughs> what about the chicken? Well, yeah, that's I mean, it's in the chicken also. I mean, it's all basically all of the farm animals and stuff. Yeah, let's go back to what you've noticed them. yourself. I just, I just know. I, I mean, just, it's, it's, I mean, it's just that they're just out there. I mean, it's just crazy. And where are these <laughs> overdeveloped women you speak of? <laughs> well, they're, they're streetwise. I'd see them. At, it, I mean, do you see them a lot? No, I do, well, I drive by a school and that kind of stuff. There, but, I see. I see. You have to drive by. Well, did my, when, my, when Brody was in high He's school. He's been out of high school for a very long time. <laughs> yeah, but I would you could take, you could take this audio and just put it over, like dub it over to catch a predator. Absolutely. And it would just like, it wouldn't, it wouldn't seem yeah. out of place. Or like a police interrogation. No, yeah. I mean, I didn't know how she old she was. These kids these days. I was driving by the school. I put her in the van. I thought she was a grown up. It's just a matter of. But yeah, I don't know. Like, well, maybe that same milk was around when I was a kid. Because I remember. I don't Riggins remember. when I grew up, I do remember in junior high being like, oh my God, that's like a, she has like a woman's body. Mm-hmm. No, Nick got your, you got your got boobs mine, pretty early. It was probably about 12, 13. Yeah. Yeah. But, but then like now, full size, right? Yeah. That's crazy to me. But now, but now at like 44, now like anybody un- under 25, I'm like, are you t- 12 oh. or are you like, I can't do ages anymore. I'm just oh, like, no, that's kid. I don't know if you're, are you jogging for school? Or are you jogging for real life? Like, right. I'm like, I just can't, I just, I'm going to look on the other side are of the street. Are you jogging for school? <laughs> yeah. Because that's happened to me where you're like, wow, it's like super short shorts, real long legs, yeah. jogging. You're like, ah, oh, nice. Hey. And you're like. Oh, there's no way that's cool. Nope. <laughs> like you're like oh. because you're from behind, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, get, hence are you jogging mm-hmm. for school? Are you jogging for like, is this is this like some where they run around the like world? A track like, meet or something yeah. you're headed to. You know, it's no good. It is crazy how people develop differently. I feel like the biggest perv where right out of college I was working at this treatment center and it was like teenagers. I know it's a crazy story. Was, uh, addiction, like like chemical treatment, uh, runaways. No, like um, okay. um, like family counseling type stuff. Like kids that would run away. Thirteen to seventeen year olds, they would come stay with us. They're... You would know this is a target rich environment. 
Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so just wanted to make sure you could keep up for the rest. He of loves the wounded. So, yeah. And but like, and then their family would come visit him, and yeah. so usually the family is over the age of eighteen. And so uh, usually when someone would be walking up to this place, usually like the police or whatever would bring the teens and right. the family. Sure. So I'm seeing somebody walk up, so I assume it's family. And I remember telling another counselor, being like, oh, man, check out, man, she is hot. <laughs> and then he happened to know her from a previous client. She was 14. And I was like, hey! Uh, but she but, – <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry. Those are hard years. Hard years. <laughs> You're like – but she was she had the body of an adult, and I'm just like, oh, that's oh, she's it. smoking. And, she's and, like, buddy, what's going on? And now yeah. getting older, yeah, I, I just like try to reserve. I just try to yeah. assume that everybody is super young. Yeah, yeah, no, that. you have to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Hey, listen. <laughs> when I met my girl, yeah. I, I was on an airplane. Yeah. Uh, last one on. <laughs> my brain went to a crazy. When I met my girl, I was at junior high. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was, and I was selling some weed to some kids. So they. I was getting on the airplane, and I was the last one on this Delta flight out of Atlanta. She yeah. was down there on work, and uh, and she thought she had – it was all the way to the back of the plane, and uh, and she thought she had one open seat next to her, so she was like, this is great. Of course, okay. I smell of booze. I'm wearing, like, black cargo shorts. I'm like, sure, my hat, and I haven't taken a shower. I just barely made the flight. I was really? the last guy on, and oh. I sat down. I'm like, mm-hmm. cool, and I sat down, and sh- it's fine, and we're not really talking, but then they come up, they have beverage, yeah. and I'm like, oh, give me a Bloody Mary double. I go, you want anything? You know, just because it's polite, sure. she's like, I'm not old enough to drink. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> she was 20 at the time. Uh, yeah. And, uh, and you know, so we talked a bunch on that flight, and I gave her my email to give her, I gave her tickets to Rockfest or something. A year goes by, like a okay. solid year. Yeah. And so I get another email thinking, and I figure she wants tickets, right? Sure. Because I, I yeah. recognize the email. And uh, and so I was like, yeah, what do you need? But nothing. But it just keeps going, going. And yeah. then I start to feel like I'm getting catfished. I'm like, there's no way that girl from the airplane liked. What was? What kind of trickery is this? Yeah. She asked me for a deep pick. I know I'm getting extorted. And uh, <laughs> she never did. And okay. it, that was that was yeah. So it just it kept We're, on going. So and, and then surprise, surprise. Yeah. Healthy, happy, good family. Both That's parents awesome. there. Crazy. You would have never guessed it. We're so lucky. I feel like 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 uh, I can't speak to anybody else's experience, but like to as far as the straight guy experience. As far as like, we're so lucky that so many women just like want a project. Yeah, they, they want like like we can be so much older. We can be just our lives are in uh, tatters. Yeah, no, I'm and they're a, just like you're I can, a barn they, find. Yeah, and they're just like yeah. I can fix that. Yeah. And, and that whole thing of like you know like I like a bad boy. You know, it, it doesn't quite. I don't know that it works the same the other way. You know, it's like when I was like okay, no, when, it when, doesn't. When I was twenty, I wasn't like you know what I want. A 40-year-old project. <laughs> that's exactly right. I want, go, I want somebody whose go, life yes. is in tatters. You go, oh, that's, boy, you would. You, <laughs> C-section scar, lopsided boobs. <laughs> but you got a couple kids? Oh, my God. And that Paul Mall rasp is something else. But it works the other way. It's, yeah. it's not fair. They see us the way we see. You ever get a buddy who's like, man, guess what I found? It's a 55. It's unbelievable. It's <laughs> yes. in the barn. Barn find. It, you, yeah, that's my And they act like it's just a magic. Mm-hmm. And you see it. It's just completely wrecked. Yeah. You're but like, they see what it they could see, be. Mm-hmm. That's what girls do. Yep. And then five years later, you're like, oh, okay. This is not my thing. But it's like, you really polish that up. You like, you really mm-hmm. fix that. Yeah. That's, um, no, that's women. Like, yeah. when, like after my divorce, like, uh, when I was not making much money, I was drinking all the time. I was just a, a, a wreck, you know, like two kids, all that. It was the easiest yeah. to get, like, women. Oh, like, of just, uh, like, I was just like, I just must have, like, had this beacon, the flashing of, like, he needs help. Sure. He's yeah. Like, yeah. Save this boy. And the truth of the matter yeah. is, we just still end up sitting in the yard just like it was in the barn. And you, you, I'm going to get to that. That's a project. <laughs> and the truth is, that car just ain't having it. You yeah. Know? And they're like, no, no, it could be great. It could be an amazing <laughs> car. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're we are uh, we're hard to polish. I think sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was just uh, we were doing that Q and A after the crazy night. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife Lindsay was there, and so she came up and people were asking how we met, and it is just so ridiculous. Again, what guys get away with when I she was it was a a shoot a Nickelodeon shoot for some stand up show they were trying. A <laughs> terrible idea. It was called Mom's Night Out. Nickelodeon should never do stand up comedy. We knew her Nickelodeon show. I know. It was ridiculous. It was a stupid idea. They did what their theory. Mom's Night Out. That just it was whatever happens. Oh on yeah. That. It was it was this, the dumbest project. It was like Nick at night. What they wanted, they were like, okay, kids will watch Nickelodeon. They're trying to retain viewership. Mm-hmm. They're watching the kids stuff during the day, and then at a certain time, oh, we're gonna we're gonna keep them, and now we're gonna do more adult entertainment for the moms. And their idea for this show was first, it's gonna be moms only doing stand up, and then I think the producers realized early on, oh no, we have three funny moms uh, as far as like stand up comedy right. or, or ten funny, right. but they didn't have enough for the whole season. So they're like, okay, it, it, they opened it up oh. to funny dads eventually. Right. So Dad's night out. Yeah. So I show up, and I've done it long enough at this point. I know this isn't going to change my career at all. So it's just like a paycheck. This is. I'm not going to. But I would imagine I'm not you're selling out. I'm not going to be. I, I was good at once yeah. the show got there. Yeah. But I. But I wasn't thinking like, oh man, this is my big break. It's right. like this is going to be my story. It's like he was doing okay, and then he did Mom's Night Out on Nickelodeon, <laughs> and Q sold out shows. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not taking that seriously. And then my wife was working as the costume department, so she's she's making sure the comics look right on camera and all that. And I show up. I ignored. I didn't like how the the clothes they always tried to make me wear, so I ignored her emails. Uh, ignored her phone calls. She must have been like, oh, "Who this is this is the guy?" One. This oh, she, is the one. She was, she was saying, she's, "She's like, I hated you before I met you." She's like, they ignored, always do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I, and I show up late. Everybody has everybody else has like stuff that's steamed and ironed and then they're nice like wardrobe things. I show up with a uh, brown paper bag with a t-shirt in it. <laughs> and I'm like that, that's what I'm wearing. And then uh, I was uh, just did and then I thought she was hot. So then I started like and I was just at this point where I was out of control where right. just on the road whatever and and just kind of like to be totally honest like numbers game where I'm like I don't I don't no shame. I'm going to act crazy and if it works, we're going to have fun and if right. it doesn't I don't just care. Throw it throw it throw it throw, throw it. Yeah. So I'm like um I was in much better shape. I'm just walking around the dressing room totally inappropriate with like my shirt off. Just like, just like being the dude, like oh, trying to like, like, hey, just a dirt bag. Just like, right, what's, right, what's right, going right, on? Right. And uh, she is hating me. And then, uh, <laughs> but then like afterwards, and then I messed up. I grabbed the wrong person's pants when I left. So she had to track down this person's pants. <laughs> then I sent her an email. Like it was, oh, like, oh, cool. She's emailed. I'm like, I asked her straight up basically to Netflix and chill. You want to come over and watch Netflix and chill? Which is just like code for like, <laughs> and, yeah, of just course. come over and do it. And she, she like, mm. she, and I, she's it's emails me back. She's like, uh. How about you get some balls and call me like a real man? And I was like, <laughs> I like you. Yeah, and then you're like, oh, yeah, you're all right. Yeah, right? yeah. And that led, but I'm like, it was just the most ridiculous, just being a disrespectful idiot. It's so weird, and it works. It's so weird. Yeah, it's uh, Nick met her husband. And hold on, we gotta get to Lysak. By the way, tell Lysak just thirty seconds. Hello, sweetie. <laughs> with Samantha. Uh, uh, when you met Mike, you were how old? 20, about to be 21. Yeah, okay. She lived in her own house, gets a Whoa. job at radio. I don't know if she rode a bicycle to that job. Doesn't matter. How many months still Mike, the boss, was putting his penis in you? Uh, that was about a month. <laughs> Literally, four weeks. June. You just started working there. And he's just yeah, been there a month. And then really how long before worker. he moved you into his house to kill like, mm, that? was a couple more months. For my own. That's crazy. Were you living with him within six months? He'd have to tell you. It was a blur to me, but I literally, and it worked. I went, oh, sure. no, they've back. been married for how many years? 23. Yeah. Good for you. Uh, I went back to my house, grabbed my stuff. I remember it was like a bunch of bras and my tube TV, big ass, <laughs> busted ass 80s TV. And I'm like, all right, I got everything. I got my cabbage patch kid. I got my NSYNC poster. 
I wouldn't have an instinct. That's that's the advantage women have over men. Yeah, because there, there's, there's, there's other advantages, right? It's like when I was young, what the, who there wasn't, there wasn't like a a good looking together. A successful older woman who's like, I want to uh, help you in life. I no, told, I told you just the other day, and well, I'll stand I kinda, by this. I kind of had one of those I, when I before I met my husband. Yeah. I said, whatever, whoever I end up with, I'm going to yeah. need a challenge. Mm-hmm. Huh? And I'm like, not the effing challenge. Yeah. This yeah. dude, not, not the Mount Vesuvius, <laughs> not the. <laughs> yeah, so so mine was my helper, elderly, and I'm going right to life. Like, just Jake's got to look on it. What's your look on your face for? Is he in there bitching stuff up? Is he bitching about stuff? All right. He Because he looks like he's got the bitch face on. Well, you got the bitch face on. You want to come in here and tell me? Instead of just shaking your head like a monkey in a cage? It's cute. Now, you look like a chimp when you do that. What are you doing in there? I'm just sitting there staring ahead. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. I guess, but I know. I guess, going to I'm sorry. Dan's going to try to be more entertaining then. Look at him. Look at this guy. Are we boring you? Yes. All right. Uh, I'll tell you the story about the older lady. Who uh, kind of mentored me, and that sounds a lot cooler than it really is when okay. I tell you this. Hold okay, on, but let me get the lights real quick. Oh yeah, the Johnny Dare Morning Show presents Sports in Your Shorts with Leaf Lizzie. Super honky, getting funky now. Super honky with the sports. Super honky, getting funky now. Super honky, ooh lord. you by Worth Harley-Davidson. Worth is offering 0% financing on new bike or 125% of appraised value for your trade and shop online to see that huge selection in person at Worth Harley-Davidson. Worth Harley-Davidson, 929 south of the airport. Mr. Lysak, sorry to leave you on hold. No, you're going to leave me hanging with the mentoring older lady story? Listen, so you may have heard this before when I tell it, Leaf, but uh, I know Dan is not, so I'm 16 years old. Okay. And uh, you know how it was when you are 16. You'd ride your mm-hmm. bicycle, uh, buy a pack of cigarettes, whatever terrible white trash thing you do as a kid okay. at the 7-Eleven. Oh, yeah. And at Circus Magazine, Hit Parader Magazine, so you'd want to read about rock bands. Uh, do a little casual shoplifting. Yeah. And uh, so there was a clerk there who was like 32. And so she would let us hang out. No big deal. One day she gets me in her car out in the parking lot and proceeds to show me what a mouth hug is. Whoa! Whoa. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Man, true story. You had a lot cooler sixteen-year-old uh, life than I did. She was married and had a kid. I'm, I'm, I know, I'm sure. And uh, I'll never. She was like, she. I'll never forget. She looked at me. She goes, "You need to hurry up. I gotta get home." <laughs> <laughs> And this happened a couple times, man. Oh my like, God. It, totally true. So then, and here's the reason I'm not mentioning yeah. the name anymore, because I mentioned the name on this show a few years back. Yeah. I'm up doing a gig. Guess who shows up? She showed up. Yeah. Time's passed on for all of us. I'm no longer 16. And she had a 16-year jump on me. Yeah. Yeah. That happened. <laughs> That's an awkward talk. Do you, do you have to I heard to kind you of... were talking about me on the show. But I Just was like, call her Slurby. <laughs> give her another name <laughs> yeah i'm just not saying a name anymore again which is fair i in no way i, I guess if it was a, a guy with a girl you'd be yeah. sound super terrible i enjoyed always nice. i enjoyed every minute of it i would do it again in a second and no way was i harmed by that uh that being said i always look back on it fondly but it is a different picture than the one from your head right to fast forward to the future oh man and that's a real brain wrecker Yep. You're like, oh, she's like, I remember what you tasted like. You oh. tasted like the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> that is the thing about not, oh, man, yeah. as far as time passing, um, like when people talk, I was thinking about like uh, high school reunions. I, I don't, mm. I haven't really gone. I went I to my 10 year, but I haven't done anything since. Right, right. And, uh, but I do go back to my hometown 
this little, you know, little Riggins, Idaho, where I go see my grandma, whatever. And I saw, I hadn't seen her in a long time. And I, just in case this were to ever get back to my town, I don't even want to say her name, but it was like the girl that was the girl when I was like, and I'm talking like my first little girlfriend, like eighth grade. Right. And she was like the girl that I was like, you know. Uh, but you remember that very fondly. Oh, yeah. Sure. And yeah. just thought like she, she was so gorgeous and so yeah. cool and everything was amazing about her. And then, you know, and, th- and then as you get older, sometimes your mind drifts back and you're like, and she's still, you know, yeah. senior in high school. Sure. Kind of like eight, Without a doubt. just graduated. That's when I last saw her. Uh, and that's what I'm holding on to all these years. I got a couple like that in my mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, sure. Oh, I saw her six months ago. <laughs> Been rough? Ooh. <laughs> alcoholism and a lot of meth. And over yeah. two, they can change the look substantially. And like to the point that I didn't know who she was when I was like, who's this weirdo? <clears throat> She's like, talking to me. Tick, tick, Hey, come and see you on in there. You know, like, like, but, <laughs> but I mean, like, they use your last name, which really makes it sexy. But it's like her, her face was, I mean, she was missing, you know, t- sure. like, all the meth stuff. Happened to me too. Bloated. That same and thing happened like, to me. Oh, I, th- I felt so bad for her. <laughs> but then selfishly, I'm like, well, I can't beat it to that anymore. Oh, yeah. no. It's like, no. That, uh, that, no. that, that just, that spank bank memory just died. I had a crushing moment. In high school, mm-hmm. maybe 10th or 11th grade, Air Force Band came to play. Girl mm-hmm. I was really into. Yeah. I really was hoping it could happen for. Yeah. Really, really liked her. Yeah. New kid named Bobby Fingered her. Oh, Bobby. Bobby. Oh, isn't Bobby. it funny how we hold on to that? The girl I'm thinking of? Yeah. This kid, Johnny, ruined it for me. I'm like, yeah. Johnny snuck in. Same thing. Johnny dude, snuck in. Johnny fing- Fingers. Fingered her in the bleachers. And then he, <laughs> then, yeah. Yeah. Fast forward, I see her, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, my God, how many cigarettes have you smoked? And I'm, I'm like, you're, you're like an Apple doll. <laughs> she's like you yeah, remember me and I'm just like Jesus in my head I'm like oh, I don't this uh, it's ruined you're ruining everything right which by the way I don't think any girl had a crush on me in high school so I don't think I'm ruining anybody's life like by seeing me now but but it was crushing because she yeah. really you're like oh. and I had to go to somebody and go do I do I look this I know and it makes do you do aware I, of your own thing like, do I is not, that me too what do I look like just tell mm-hmm. me what I look like tell me the truth mm-hmm. about what I look like what have I been right. deluding myself over oh yeah because I just talked to this girl's great grandmother and it was, yeah, it's rough. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. By the way, still got him smoking. Like, and I'm an ex-smoker, which is, I miss it. But she's still like huffing him down uh, one after the other and literally looks like someone sucked all the moisture. She went outside, suntanned for about 100 years, mm-hmm. and she's made of beef jerky. Yeah. It's just brutal. She's, she's just living on salt and terrible choices. <laughs> Let me take a break. Dan Cummins is with us. It's the Johnny Dare Morning Show. The Johnny Dare Morning Show. On 98.9 The Rock. Faith no more. Ah. 44 degrees. Fish flopping. Mm-hmm. Video over. 9.15. Uh, Dan Cummins in the studio. Uh, it's just good to see you, man. It's good to but see you, man. It's going to be around. I wish people knew that... When the mics go off mm-hmm. and the songs are playing, we're talking just as much as we are on the air. Oh like, yeah, it literally it's genuine. You don't just stop. It's just it's just we've covered at least seven subjects in the last <laughs> ten minutes. Yeah, you know yeah. I've left just to let you two be, and we've had our <laughs> the same thing going in there with Amanda. We've just, we're just blah, blah 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 blah. We're just in here, dude, loving. I know, dude, loving each other. I just you know step what? Back. You, you don't know what it's. You're see, you're a beautiful, young, funny, cool girl. I have grown up as a guy, like I'm a weirdo that's waiting to find the other weirdos. So I'm mm-hmm. like, weirdo, hey, let's be weirdo pack. It's like, exciting mm-hmm. and encouraging. It really is. It really is. You're it, like, it is funny. Like guys, like well, who are, what you form in your teen years. It's like you just keep seeking that. But it's like, yeah, yeah. like I, I didn't really date around when I was a teen much or anything. It was just hanging out with like other weird dudes. Yep. Like in college, I was the guy. I remember. 
Oh my God. Being weird was always more important to me than like ladies or whatever. And I remember for a, a whole summer and it should have been a summer. I'm like 20 years old. just out there. Having fun. I, uh, I grew out a mullet uh, intentionally mm-hmm. and I grew out a handlebar mustache <laughs> and, uh, and I would go, and I'd wear wife beaters and trucker hats and I would go to parties oh, and, boy. I'd, and I'd pick a girl and just stare at her the whole night <laughs> from the keg just to intentionally creep them out. What year was and, this? Uh, and, then, and of course I would just go home alone. What year were you doing this? Uh, 97. Do you understand <laughs> how ahead of the world you were? Because what you just described was a hipster. Oh, yeah. just like, I was just, I thought I was just being a creep. Had, yeah, no, no. Yeah. You, you had sarcastic facial hair. You had, <laughs> right. like, like, True. I, I was pre-hipster. I didn't even you realize. Were, you were the, you were way ahead of that, man. That, <laughs> you know, the irony of it all. Uh, You're like, that's what you were doing. I had a friend. He took it so much further. God, this guy was so just delightfully weird. This guy, Cam, he shaved his head into a monk haircut, like a friar, <laughs> where he left <laughs> That's He's great. like 20 years old. He left it thick on the sides. Uh, and he was, people already thought he was weird. And then he, was he heavy? No, he was a little, he was a short, little skinny guy. And he was like, people already thought he was weird because he was quiet. And he did that for a whole semester. And he didn't like, so he went to class with people he would just, he had never seen before. And he's just the weird Friar Tuck dude, not addressing <laughs> yeah. it. And then, oh my God, now these memories are flooding back. That's we, so good. We by pretended the way. we were in a satanic cult. <laughs> and when we were at a Catholic university, and when we would when we'd see each other crossing on campus, we would kneel down, put, put the double devil horns, so and, and we'd go, Natos, and then just get up and keep walking. <laughs> Like it never happened. Do you think Catholicism is what just basically kickstarted your thought process? Mm, maybe. Mm. Yeah. I, I mean, just yeah, just a, a, a push back away from religion in some ways. I mean, it definitely made me weirder. Uh, yeah, listen, I used to be terrified. I'd go to, so much I'd, to go, question. I'd go to church uh-huh. and uh-huh. I would hold school. They're like, you're going to eat his flesh and drink his blood. And I'm like, what mm-hmm. in the goddamn? Mom, dad, you know what's happening yeah. in here? Because my mom and dad didn't go. Right. And I'm, I'm, I'm me, going yeah. to catechism, right? I want yeah. to eat I'm some like, dude. I'm like, I don't, I don't want to, because you really are like, why do you keep saying drink their blood? Uh-huh. Why do you keep saying eat their flesh? You're like, uh-huh. this is really bad. Watching right? it through my husband's eyes, sitting through a service. He's like, what the hell is this? Oh, why yeah. are they drinking from that same cup too? Well, I'm, mm-hmm. We're goofing on Scientology one day until I realized I grew up Catholic. And I'm like, hey man, mm-hmm. I, I got to tell you, when you say it, put them side by side. It's oh, pretty weird. Yeah. It's, like, all, it's all, if you really step back yeah. from all of it, I yeah. mean, that's what cracks me up. I remember walk, watching the Book of Mormon in LA. It's so funny, those mm-hmm. guys. But I was sitting next to people with like, you know, cross necklaces and then the, uh, the, the Star David and stuff, and they're laughing. I'm like, yeah, but you could do the same play about sure. all of all them of it if you if you really want to. They're like magic underpants. They got magic underpants. Right. Jesus can't say your ding ding. Right. And like, you, you, what, are, what are you guys doing? You think it's okay to take it up the ass? What are you talking about? Like, like, right. You guys are like, oh well, my it's gosh. not the vagina, so we're cool with Jesus. He can't see it going in your, in your butt. I love that, the poop hole loophole. Yes. Oh, dude, it cracks me up. I was talking about that on Times Like a while back, and I was talking about, like, if you, I love when you take a certain belief system and you build God out of that belief system mm-hmm. and just follow the logic. And with a lot of, like, that sexual, like, weird rules, basically it's like you're worshiping a God that you think is some creep in the bushes. Who's watching you all the time and is like, right. and it's just like, no, 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 you don't put it in, no, don't put it in the vajay. Oh, stick it in the butt. That's what Daddy likes. That's now you're not sinning. Now, you, oh, 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 oh. you know, it's like, it's like that's who you're worshiping. Like, what are you doing? Send me your money. Send, Send me, me your some money. money. Send, Send stick me it in the poop hole. Send me your money. <laughs> Timmy, are you touching your ding? Are you touching your penis, yeah, Timmy? Yeah, we, we decide we're all going to hell by the age of twelve and under. Oh man, for, yeah. for if masturbating. masturbating. If masturbating's a real. Dude, I'm out. I'm out. Out. I'm like, oh, I'm man. serial killer level. Yep. Up. Like, yep. 
There's a whole pew in hell waiting for us. There's just no chance. And, and that's going. and that's also such a weird thing that God's up there being like, I gave you, I gave you this penis, and it's gonna feel so good. Don't touch it. <laughs> Do not touch it. I'll burn you. It really like, is. Yeah. No, it's like a version therapy. <laughs> like, like you know, you, you reach for it and it just shocks you, and he's like, Jesus, right, like. Right. Yeah, it's like, you know, like, how many times will the mouse try to get the cheese while we deliver the electric shock? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what we do. Some evil scientists out there. And uh, But that's the thing, that because God, for God, but thank God for Catholic, because otherwise sex wouldn't be near as much fun if it wasn't oh, dirty. It's got to be a little taboo. It's got to be dirty, right? Mm-hmm. If it was just all healthy in my head, I don't, like, even know eh. if I, I don't even know if I'd enjoy it as much. Mm-hmm. I want to do something wrong. I want to have sex so screwed up. Not like, don't pee on me or anything weird. Sure. But just so dirty that afterwards you can't look at each other for about 10 yeah. minutes. You're like, I got said out loud. <laughs> yes. Oh, I, I I love the sex dirty talk. That like yes. if, if you said it like in the middle of the day, it's just so disturbing. Right. Especially in the same voice. Yes. But in the heat of passion, it's like, it's, oh, that really like does it. But if you were like acted like that at the grocery store, you're oh. like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. They'd be like, put him in jail right now. Put him in jail right now. Yeah. You wake up. You, you know, the kind of things where you wake up, and this is really happening to me. Uh. Your head's pounding because you're so hung, and you got like duct, I had duct tape stuck to my foot, and the porn credits rolling on my TV in the bedroom, like the menu's going da, 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 over and over again. I'm like, what just happened to me? Right. right. And you look over, and you're like, ooh, this is bad. And you got the weird lube stains all over your sheets, and you're just like, this got super weird. Mm-hmm. I need some aspirin. That's- let's also <laughs> let's not talk to each other today. <laughs> Yeah, it's a good night. Yeah, it mm-hmm. is. Because, and thank you, Catholic Church. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, I wouldn't work as hard for it to be so dirty. Mm-hmm. If I grew up with a healthy version of my own body, for God's sake, it wouldn't. what fun would this be? Right, right. Yeah. yeah. You if you didn't call you my privates right away, you know? You wouldn't crave the same music during it? You wouldn't want to throw oh. that Nine Inch Nails or whatever? Sure, you know? man. I, I tried to tell T this, because he was mm-hmm. making a mistake huh? with his kid. And I know you did out of love, but you wanted to go to concerts with him and like the same band. And I'm like, you're yeah. stealing his goddamn childhood. Oh, I see. Yeah, I'm guilty. So push it. But I get it. it. But I get it. I mean, let him have their like, ah, my, my parents wouldn't like this or whatever. Even so, if yeah. you like this band, open his door and tell him it's crap and it's not even real music mm. and slam the door against him. He's like, yeah, this is me. <laughs> this is my time, old right. man. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Let him rebel. Yeah. I mean, look, I didn't want to know my dad knew what a mouth hug was and used to go down to my mom or do whatever, blah, blah, blah. You know? Right. But then you'd all be like, oh, boy, I didn't invent that. It's, I thought I invented doggy style. It's funny how kids will rebel the other way. It's like where I've been so open about just with my job. It's like my kids know that like, you know, drugs or whatever, mm-hmm. or like, uh, you know, craziness. I was a delinquent and I've talked about all that and yeah. then tattoos and all that kind of stuff. And so now they rebel. Like my son is like, I'm going to listen to Irish folk music. <laughs> That's like, what happens. Uh, That's what happens. Oh, come on. This new tool album was awesome. And he's like, nope. 18th century Norwegian composer. I'm like, No. <laughs> Let's go do some drugs. <laughs> no, Dad, I'm Mandolin, straight edge. Dad, mandolin's my jam. <laughs> he, he, his son, his son went hard Republican yeah. on him, like okay. wearing a "Make America Great" hat again. This kid didn't even know anything about politics until one day he realized that's Dad's hot button, and then oh, he tortured T for like a year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he got he got his rebellion after that year. Okay, yeah. all then, right. It, it, but what he a really funny way but, to rebel. But that was because he need yep. someone kept Whatever's going opposite. to concerts with him. Well, I just like I wanted to go too. I understand. I understand that. It's the same reason you don't invite your kid to the orgy. Yeah, well, that's alone I, time. Yeah, I know. But that's the yeah. other thing is you know he's still swinging like crazy. Nice. Yeah. Nice. 
You're dirty. Slowly, slowly get back. COVID really kind of screwed Yeah, I bet it slowed it down, yeah. Which, by the way, I love his logic. He's like, COVID, man. I go, you're raw dogging strangers in a pile. <laughs> yeah, but I don't want to get a uh, chest congestion. <laughs> okay, see, I, I'm not raw dogging strangers. <laughs> I know them, at least. Well, they're still a stranger just because you're like, hello, my name is, call me well, Susie. No, it's one of those. It's like, you know, the person like one. Really? You know their birthday? Well, you don't know the problem. You know their last yeah. name, even? Yeah, you know last name. Always. Know, not always. Oh. But, you, know, you know the first name. You know who they are. You recognize you. Okay. People you see on the street, you say hi, you wave, and that kind of stuff. Cause yeah. You know them, and they know you. You see You're in a the secret street? club. Oh, you wouldn't believe how. That's see, There's amazing. a lot more swingers out there than what you think there is. Oh, he loves it's telling secret. me that. Andy's a mason and a shriner. Oh, nice. He's Illuminati. Oh, he's everything. He's Illuminati he's, confirmed. He's Illuminati. He's Illuminati. He's Illuminati. But he won't bang. Uh, anybody from the lodge, right? Or any lodge, because it's against... This is the weirdest thing. He has no morality sexually, Mm -hmm. but because in the Masonic rule, right, Right. you can't bang your buddy's wife, even if you were offering it. Right. You you, you don't go that way. Even if uh, your buddy passes away, you you do not... How do you even know that rule? Is that something they really make a point of? It's part of the oath, right? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's it's part of the oath. highlighted it when he came in. Right. There's a lot of Masonic stuff. There's, huh. you, have to, you have to learn there's laws in that stuff. But isn't it interesting. interesting that this completely fabricated, weird little boys mm-hmm. club of just, mm-hmm. you know, hey, I got a tree fort. You want to get in it? And uh, so he'll follow that rule. Yeah. But then you're... We crave structure. Yeah. Even even the anti, anti-establishment anti uh, types, you know, these structured... Uh, there's always something. We want yeah. some kind of, how am I supposed to live? I find it interesting. Mm-hmm. With some just, rules. He, his set of rules is always interesting. I would say made up Masonic, you know. The, uh, the, really, who gave him? Who who laid him out there? The the Masonic God. He's been around for a long time. That lizard people. Lizard people put yeah, him right. Lizard people wrote him down, and they passed him <laughs> through the Brotherhood the, of Babylon. The Knights of Templar, the original Knights of, clan. The Knights Templar. I can't talk mm-hmm. to you about it either. Yeah, you can't talk about it because your your heritage is the Anunnaki. Straight hate came down. And racism. No, there's no. St- the Knights of Templar were hard racists. Okay, those are Catholics. You go through, there's a lot of, that, that's where the Knights, hey, yeah, Knights of Columbus, that, huh? stuff like that. Hey, hey, that's Catholic, yeah. Careful. Hey. Listen, you don't want those crazy Napoleon feather hat with a sword coming up here and stabbing you. You don't talk about my old men that way. That's right. Oh, yeah, the Pancake Saturdays, whatever they do. Most fun funeral I ever went to was uh, Knights of Columbus showed up, and I'm like, what is up, D'Artagnan? Like, <laughs> I was like... That's what I want in my funeral. I only think of uh, pancakes when I think of Knights of Columbus. I just think of, like, there was a Knights of Columbus Hall near Gonzaga's campus, and you'd go there sometime for, like, pancake fundraisers. Yeah. And I was like, but old dudes, good at pancakes. You're like, these are okay. nice people. Nice. Yeah. Okay, I get it, yeah. Yeah, not like you people. Oh, yeah. There's no- where you, you mock a murder. We don't mock Yes, murder. you do. In your little rituals where you hit the dude on the head and he falls into the blanket. I know what you do. How it's do not know? that big a secret. Your, your secret's not that. Yeah, good. but see, a lot of the stuff that you say, ah, I know the secret. It's like wrong. It, it, it's it's embell- There's a lot of embellishment in there. It's like, oh, it's like this you're, is the you're game being, he plays. You're being teased into it, like, oh, no. I wish it was as no. like, and you wear and you wear a little skirt. I wish it was as dark as people believe. That'd be exciting. I wish. It was, I, I wish yeah. you could sneak into a lodge and be like, oh, 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 oh. And there's like people like in the black robes and they get like a virgin in the center and they get like knives. <laughs> But nope, you sneak in and be just a bunch of uh, like old, old dudes guys, being like, yeah. so uh, you, you catch a Chiefs game? You know, it's yeah. just like the same. It's like, oh, man, it's the same stuff is everywhere. We got bingo. All right, then we're going to do the trick, trunk or treat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then uh, don't forget to order the hats with no brims. Come on. Conjure a demon already. Yeah. Just do something exciting. <laughs> and by the way, he, he hates it. It's called a monkey hat. But it, the, the Americans <laughs> met. They found it was a monkey hat. Every, every smoking monkey toy ever sold, every uh, jolly chimp ever sold had the monkey hat. Well, you know what the monkeys did begin off with the hats? That's what, that's what 
bored people did. They put them on monkeys and stuff. Because there's hmm. an actual hat that, you know, the Fez is, is a real yeah. hat before monkeys wore them. It's a com- How is it a real hat? It doesn't work on any level. It doesn't block sun nor rain. It, you know what? It's, it's from a, it's a wonderful cars. fashion accessory. It's got a weather tassel. <laughs> it's from a different time. <laughs> Looks like a velvet Rolo. <laughs> from a different time, different place. Doubles, yes. doubles as a jock strap. <laughs> Dude, he loves this stuff. I notice everybody that I know who joined that is lonely people. Loman, whose parents hated him to send him away to military school. No offense, Loman, but you know that's true. Uh, Moose, who's an only child. Right. Yeah. And you, void of friends beyond us. I got other friends. I love you, buddy. I just don't bring them around. I know, buddy. I love you, T. I love you, you, buddy. See, there's a lot more Masons out there than you would know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. It seems like the world's teeming with them. (laughs) There's more of them in this building. Yeah, let me tell you where there's a bunch of them. It's over off 87th Street in the the Skull Orchard over there. (laughs) More every day over at Mount Yeah, They're (laughs) all dead. Yeah, it's just, we love this. Uh, Would you, I can't join anything. Would you join anything, Dan? If I had more time. Free time, like uh, yeah, I've thought about it recently. Where just, just to like, see it, or just, to really just out of curiosity. Uh, I don't think I would ever get too carried away as far as like it, it depends on how much commitment it is. Like if I had to do a bunch, of learn how to bunch, uh, chance, and I had so to like wear a bunch of outfits and stuff, I'm like, nah, I'm out. You if I could just have like a secret yeah. place to drink and stuff, yes. now we're talking. Yeah, we yeah. used to call that uh, DC Drink Club. Okay, there's about six of us. First rule of drink club, nobody yeah. talks about drink okay. club. Okay, I like that. And that's how we would do it. Tuesday, wanna, was Tuesday afternoons. Hidden room, fake library book. Yeah. That, that'd be fun. Like a speakeasy kind of vibe. Like, you sure. know, in a club where something like that. Maybe like a couple rules. Secret yeah. handshake. I'm down with a secret, like a clubhouse. Oh, super weird. Down with a couple of those things. But I got a buddy Moose. Don't make it work. Hardcore too much. biker, six foot five, giant okay. man. Uh, used to work here. And he's covered in tattoos. He's a big yeah. bastard. Yeah. And first time I saw him do that crazy effeminate first level Handshake to another dude. We're on a motorcycle trip. We're oh, down man. in Arkansas. We're eating at a place called the the Crossbow, and uh, eating in a place called the Crossbow it sounds yeah. fantastic, right? Yeah, and and nothing but old, small town Arkansas people. Yeah, but Moose somehow spots the dude's little emblem or oh, the boy. ring, and I see him do the weird where you got to touch the finger to tell him what level you are. Oh. And I go, you gave him the handshake. And Moose has no poker face. He was like, Nuh-uh. yeah, I did. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I go, I saw what you did. But you do, they, they really do this thing. But it's a real effeminate handshake. The first one is. The early ones. Yeah. I'm not insulting. Right. 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 No, but uh, and it's it's the secrets out there. I mean, it's not a secret. There's just more to it than that because you don't see everything. Let's, it, we won't do it yeah. right, but it right. looks like, but show them like what it looks like. But then you got to, don't uh-huh. you, you have to touch the, the correct yeah. finger. Yeah, they're okay. let them know right. where you're at. Interesting. Yeah, but I was like, Moose, I, I I couldn't be more weirded out if I saw you just bump heads of your penis with a stranger. Like, because it was a very awkward handshake to a stranger, but yeah. not a stranger because right. he was a brother. I, I get the appeal, though. I mean, people like to be on the inside. Yeah. It's like the VIP, the bottle service. I mean, people like that exclusivity. Absolutely. There's something in us where it's like, you know, our, our tribalist nature, where we want to be at the top of the little inner circle. Sure. I get I get the appeal. Maybe as I get older, I'll Tribal. Want, I want something more along those lines. Everybody wants to belong. This is my this is my team. I hate your team. Yeah. This is my religion. I hate your religion. Yeah. I was I was born without melanin, so now I hate your melanin. Yeah. You know, it's we're we are ridiculously divisive, and our need to wear the right shoes, have the right hair color, right. drive the right car, ride the right religion, live in the right neighborhood, go to the right city, have the right job, have the yeah. It's just never ending. Our need to belong. I, I have like I feel like you might be this way too. Like somehow maybe the the need to be part of the anti-tribalist tribe. Yeah. Where it's like I think of that. I think it was Carlin. Like I wouldn't want to be in a club that would have I me mean, as a member. Yeah. You know, it's like there's something like that in me too. Where I'm like, well, if I can get in here, yeah, anyone can. I don't yeah. want to do this. <laughs> how great, how great could it be? Very. Much, I feel the same way about girls. <laughs> 
Like, <laughs> I know. Well, if you're letting me in. No, I'm like, what have you done prior to me? <laughs> You've done terrible, terrible things, honey. Uh, yeah. All right, listen, Dan is here. And uh, Dan Cummins, it's once a year, yeah. right? And I mean, that's that's rare. And especially after yeah. 20. So, yeah. Are there, is, Amanda, is there anything there? Is there anything at the show? I think the Sunday show, we still have opening. Is there a Sunday show? Sunday late show. So there's a couple tickets there? So people went to KC yeah. Improv? I love you. And now it's probably is less she, than once year. Now it's like, well, I'm doing like an 18-month rotation, I think, some market. Yeah. yeah so it's, is she not the best, by the she's, way? She's so nice. Yeah, we, she's, we've been having fun talks in the car. We just, she's wonderful. Hello. Sunday late show. Sunday late show? Cool. Sunday late show. Hardcore fans. This will be yeah, great. We just added that one. About. Would you say Dan's one of the most lovely, wonderful people you deal with? Well, I'm right here. Now she can say Come on. Come on. Come on here. <laughs> what are you doing? How you been? Good, thanks. Not all comedians are nice, are they? Uh, most no. of them are not. Yeah, ah, what a bummer, most of them. Yeah. But we don't mention names, but you know. We talk about it. We do We do know. Yes, some we do. divas. Yeah, and some some I'm like, you need me to punch this person? I'm like, because I'll do it. And I have a list in yeah, my pocket right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> nicest, nicest, but go there. And just, yeah, everything good at the club? Good, yeah. We, right. We're finally able to add more seats, so. Yeah. Are they treating you well? Do I got to go up there and start a fire? Because I'll do it. We'll talk after this. <laughs> <All right. laughs> you know what I like about you? Uh you're not a dirty hippie and you don't smell of patchouli. I like and you that. Know, and you know why I'm saying that. And oh. you're reasonable and you're very funny and you're cool. And I love you. Thank you. My and favorite. I love you as well. Because <laughs> uh, uh, you know. Because you knew. Oh, yeah. And uh, this always brings us to the next point of, mm-hmm. uh, of uh, earlier, Mr. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Glazer. Oh, yeah. I know. All right. Who R- I loved, R- 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 P- and hated. Yeah, yeah loved. I know. Yeah, exactly. No, he's one of the. He was one of the weirdest guys uh, in the business. That's and, what um, it was. He was mm-hmm. so entertaining. He was. He he was like. Um, you just get such good stories. I mean, I I just think about like the the car rides to media with him. The things that would come out of his mouth, where I'm like, I, I would just get in this this uh, mode of like, you can't be serious. Yeah, and he was. He would say one of the I tried to pitch him once when I was working with some reality TV producers at one time. I'm like, hey, man, I don't even want to be a part of the show, but you got to you got to do something with this guy because he is so unique. He is such a character. He would try to talk me into the worst decisions yes. all the time. <laughs> yes. And, and the things he believed. I remember him talking once about like anal sex, about how like he loved anal sex and he had it with every girlfriend, you know, as he's saying or whatever, mm-hmm. and never used protection and, oh. and would have it like and I'm like. And I remember telling him, I'm like, well, you know, that's how you get like AIDS or oh, like yeah. disease. He, he actually said, he's like, well, no, yeah, Dan, you, can, you can't get that from a woman. And I'm yeah. like, what? Oh, no, that was and him. I'm like, no, he that's, 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 a, that's a men's disease. You, you can't get that from a woman. I mean, you got to be a fact. That's the way it is. I mean, that's, otherwise, yeah. I mean, it's impossible. Huh? I'm like, ah, doctors would disagree. Every guy you've ever met with AIDS is definitely likes other guys. I didn't realize, <laughs> right. a man, I mean, I didn't realize Amanda worked with them too so much. I'm like, we, oh, you poor guy. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because he had what we referred to as Hitler charm. <laughs> you went, why am I following this? This is a terrible right. idea. He's a, ter- oh, he's a terrible person, but you're like, yeah. but ah, but I can't hate you. Yeah. Because, you know, deep down, he had a good heart in some ways. Yes, he did. He yes, would do yes, nice yes. things. He would surprise you. He would, like, give somebody money where you're like, yeah. oh, I did. He, he would, I could not believe, uh, I guess, you know, he, he peaked before the Me Too movement, but I'm like, <laughs> I would go into place, I'm like, how has everyone not sued you? Like I remember one time, like some poor intern, and this is you know he's like in his fifties, yeah, and and we and we walk into some radio station. He hasn't met her before, and he's like, "So, uh, what are you, the new girl here?" And this is like just starts talking to her like mm-hmm. between breaks, and he's like, uh, "What are you, 34 C? <laughs> How many guys you banked?" Like out the gate. Oh yeah, I know. And he was like, oh, "I bet it's so tight, isn't it?" And I'm like, "What are you uh, doing?" Yeah, that, that's him. Like, no, no, that yeah. that was him. He he literally he was so he embarrassing. Was like, hey, uh, I'm I'm at the club 
when it was originally down in Westport, and he's like, "You, you want to, you want to bang this chick with me?" I think she was. Like, <laughs> you would say things like that. And I go, I go, no, yeah, no, I, I don't, I don't want to bang a chick with you. And he's hey, like, get this hot tub. Come on, what do you want to do? And she wants to do both of us at the same yeah. time. And I go, I don't ever want to be anywhere right. you've been, dude. Right. I go, I never want to be any, uh, any. One time he sat a girl. You want to be in a devil's triangle making direct eye contact? Oh my god! <laughs> think about it. Think about it. Think about it. Think about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just ah! think about it, too. God, he was just so huh? brutal, man. Yeah, he, and, and his brothers. The, oh, the, the Jeff, bring oh. me a spoon. <laughs> I remember one time there was a fight at, at out at Legends when they were out there. There was a fight in the showroom, and nobody would deal with it because he was fighting his brother in the bar. Like, fist fight. Yep. And I'm like, who, how do you guys? Money on Craig on that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Money on Craig on that one. Jeff was a little uh, bit thin. Mm-hmm, I know. Mm-hmm. Bring me a match. And bring Jack. Me a oh, I love Jack. Jack was a hapless sort. I, mm-hmm. I was genuinely sad when he passed. Uh, yeah, I, I, when, he was lovely. He was, you know, he he. Those two were his I older thought, brother. Cracked like, out, cracked out. Rod Stewart. Yes. Did you ever see the Road to Wellville with Dana Carvey? <laughs> Which one? The Road to Wellville. No. Uh-uh. Watch it. Dana Carvey's character is Jack. It is unequivocally Jack. You're gonna go. <gasps> But Jack was so sweet. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, his characters. And just a mess. Had done so much time in prison oh. and was not hard. Not a hard man. You know, very... He was bottom bunk. Yes, he was. And, uh, I, I he was Little him. Spoon. He was Little Spoon for his sentence. <laughs> yes, he was. He was Little Spoon, yes. God bless him. Uh, he... He was he was something, man. But, yeah, but those stories, those were great. They were amazing yeah. stories, man. Uh-huh. But those are the people that you meet, and you go. Yeah, this business. Like, and Craig had a way of blowing himself up, no matter what, because we all thought the same thing. This is a reality show yes. that will be better than any reality uh. show ever made. The problem is when the cameras would come yeah. on, he yeah. would turn off this thing that made him cool guy. the greatest. Yeah, he just couldn't let it be. You would have had to film him for an entire year where he could forget there were cameras and that's when your gold would happen and you would have gotten yeah. the greatest reality show in the history of reality shows. Stan, that whole group. I remember one time going to a, a, some breakfast downtown or what, by the fountain? Or whatever mm-hmm. the nice part of... The plaza, like, yeah. Plaza, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and and Stan had to be in his 80s at this oh, point. Sure. Wooden teeth and short shorts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. Yes, yes. And it was it was Stan and Craig and some cute little waitress walked by and they both were like, it was like the awooga like <laughs> Like yeah. a cartoon trying to check him out. It's like, I just picture like this guy could be like 95. So true. He's got his final heartbeats. And then the nurse comes in. He's like, what are you, what are you 34 C? <laughs> yeah. What, what is he, how, how many, how many guys you banked? Oh my God. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know. Guess what? I got, I got a pack of cocaine real deep in my pocket, real deep in my pocket. Get on down there. Get oh out. man. He was, he, he'd go, he'd go, you want to, you want to go, you want to do some coke? You want to do some blow? And I'd be like, not with you. Right. I go, I, why? 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 Yeah. why not? I go, cause you told me everyone you do blow with. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, he named them all. He named mm-hmm. every every comic, every oh, actor, yep. every every athlete from Kansas City. Yeah. He's like, guess who was up here doing blow last night? And I'm like, oh. guess what you're never going to say? Guess who was up here doing blow last night? <laughs> Johnny Deere. I'm like, yeah, of yeah. course I do drugs. Uh-huh. But not with you. Not with you. Not to mention mm-hmm. the fact, nobody wants to do drugs with you, Hoover. Like, like, <laughs> right. I mean, right. That's it. No, you don't do coke with him. I mean, he, that would have been a bad idea. He was one of those rare personalities where you see like stupid things in a movie and you're like, nobody does that. And they're like, he would. Like, I just think about, like, randomly popped in my uh, mind is like like the movie theater popcorn where there's a hole cut out of the bottom <laughs> and the guy has his wiener in there. And he's like, oh, get, that would be, he would absolutely do that. Extra butter. <laughs> <laughs> just like, that was him. He right. was He was very much that. And he I miss is. him. Yeah. You also had the idea of doing a documentary on everyone that was never paid. Oh, All the that comedians too. that never Yikes. got paid or didn't yeah. get paid what they were supposed to get paid. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, we we're going to call it Roast the Ghost. And and literally have him yeah. roast Glazier. And it just, 
there were a lot of people interested, and it's just it just the time period passed, yeah, and yeah. COVID and everything yep, happened. Yep. But we were just like, this story's so right stories. here. Imagine the, the line of comedians that ran through him because he knew everybody, and how much he would love that picture of him being up and getting mm-hmm, roasted. Mm-hmm. I literally get at least two stories a month. About wow, about, yeah, oh, sure, Craig, yeah. yeah. Still. When I pick him up now, even still, here's uh-huh. a, here's a great one, Nikki. I didn't know this. What did he used to tell you? Oh boy, about me. Oh, you're gay. <laughs> oh, really? I was don't like, know why. I was like, sure, man. Who, okay. who doesn't like, love, huh? crazy about the penis? I'm like, oh, okay, I, I don't know him really. So, I mean, just in passing, I, yeah. that's fine. I think I, what I would happen was I would never dabble in his world. And, uh-huh. I was, and, oh, and for I some see, reason, see, that, that mm-hmm. made him for mm-hmm. sure. And I, but I was like, yep. he yeah, told he's real cool, but he's gay. Like, yeah. <laughs> okay, he, well. he, he wouldn't come out. He just, he, let me tell you something about him. He told me, he told me, it's, uh, I don't know if I ever told you this. He told me that uh, Johnny was uh, jealous of him. Because 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 he was more famous in Kansas City, and that's why they, they had their friendship dissolved. Is because he was always jealous of Chris, right, and that you know led what? you to suck and D. That's, that's exactly right. That's how I that's how I made it better. I just ate my feelings through penis. Yeah, Casey, his Casey Confidential was so popular. It was very much so. You know, he so was, but he was a great writer in Charlatan. And, and, and that book he wrote, King of Sting, was actually good. Fantastic. And he never let the truth get in the way of a good story. <laughs> I mean, and I love that because he was a good right. storyteller. Yep, he was. Uh, if people still bought that book, who gets the royalties? Uh, would it be, it'd be whoever he designated in his will, technically. But if he didn't one? designate anyone, I don't know. It could just be sitting in an account somewhere. I don't know why that somewhere. popped in my head. Yeah, because uh, there are those things that just ends up sitting in an account he has, somewhere. He has no relatives. I mean, he has nephews. Right. But I guess, I, would that be the, is that how that works? If I guess he, is that, oh, good. You know what? That's Because that would be Jeff's kids. Right. Who, by the way, were very nice boys. Yeah. They were very always very nice. If he would have set up a, tr- like a fund, no, then that's, no. but he didn't do that. He didn't do that. That was no. his drug dealer. He owed him some money. Maybe it's going to him, man. Right. <laughs> mm. uh, I, listen, so many memories. I, I got I to gotta get out of it. I got to take a break. Uh, I got one more, but how are we doing commercials? We're good. Are we good? Got to talk about Dr. Satan. This, 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 I, okay, because this hasn't come out yet. This will come out on Monday. So and this, this will be on which podcast? This will be on Time Suck. Okay. And, and I love these stories where you're just like, how have I never, you know, how have I never heard of this? And, it, and I think because it took place in France and it took place during World War II, most of it, where there was so much other crazy stuff going on that yes. like stories got lost. Yes. But Dr. Satan, you had me at Dr. Oh, Satan. Oh, man. This guy, Marcel Petiot, this guy, it's just so crazy his whole story. So, you know, growing up, kind of like troubled youth, but not nothing too wild, but, you right. know, some, some mental illness, like kleptomania, some interesting, like odd things, possible animal cruelty, which is sadly happens a lot with these guys. Right. And then and he, and he starts getting world, in World War I. He basically figures out early on that he, um, he gets this insanity kind of diagnosis and they can use that as a get out of jail free card. Okay. And he learns that like in World War I where he, um, uh, you know, he gets in trouble, steals some stuff. And then he's like, oh, but I'm insane. And they basically like, they let him off. And you can tell it's just like, aha, okay, I can manipulate the system. And he becomes this crazy scam artist. And it starts with um, right after the war, he doesn't want to like work. So he gets this disability, so, uh, goes to the state and he gets hundred percent disability. And the guy recommends that he be institutionalized. And he somehow sneaks out of, you know, back then it was easier, 1918, 1919. Nobody's really watching him anyway, right? But he somehow registers for the disability, so he gets all the money, doesn't get institutionalized. While he's supposed to be institutionalized, he ends up uh, studying to become a doctor and and then then ends up interning in a different psychiatric. So he's supposed to be a patient, and he is in there as an intern now, becomes a doctor. And then he does this crazy thing where he goes to this small town in France, and he's (laughs) – 
And some of it was like messed up but funny. Where, uh, <laughs> by the way, whatever happens next is going to be great. Yeah. He, 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 he runs for mayor uh, in this little town and total and slander. A comedy club. Oh my god! Yeah. No, he, he puts up flyers all over town. Uh, no, no. First for the doctor, then the mayor. But the first the doctor, he puts flyers all over town that basically just say your doctors here are old and stupid. If you want them to take advantage of you and not help you, fine. But I'm the young smart guy. I mean, it's super slanderous, right? And it works. And then and now it becomes and then he figures out another scam. So he's getting disability, hundred percent wall being a doctor. Then he figures out that he can register his patients secretly for like state the state to pay for their medical visits, but not tell them. So he's getting double dipping. So he's not paying his taxes and he's slandering oh, all his he's opponents. All this, Where have we heard this story? I know. I know. But he's doing <laughs> but, but he's doing all this crazy stuff. Yeah. And then and then like he ends up starting to uh to to murder people where right. to, to cover up theft basically initially. Uh, and to cover up scandal. So his first couple murders, he figures out, you know, it were like a, a, an illicit lover. And like the first girl he murders, he um, broke into her, found out through her dating her in this little town that her grandma was very wealthy. And then mysteriously, uh, you know, her grandma's house gets burglarized, burned down. A couple days later, she disappears. And their body turns up later. And it's very much thought that he didn't get caught for that, but you know he's covering up. This is maybe where the lust comes from. Like then he then he develops a taste, taste for money, and and also while this is going on, and this is you know the the quick version, but he keeps like you know he'll get in like trouble arrest for like theft or like uh you know some kind of scam, but because the insanity thing, he just keeps doing this weird thing. He's working as a doctor, so he's not insane. He's able to hold down a job, but whenever he gets in trouble, he he begs. He's like, I'm crazy, and and shows him this like you know previous diagnosis, and they're like, ah, we can't punish him. Oh, he's like, no, no. Right, right. Yeah, right. Yeah. He eventually, in the chaos, this is so messed up. This is how he gets the Dr. Satan label. In the chaos of World War II, he creates a fake resistance movement in France when France is occupied by the Nazis. Okay. And he's telling people, putting the word out, that I can get you out of France. So people now trying oh. to, oh, it's so bad. So people think that they're they're paying 25,000 francs to get snuck out into Argentina. No, they just end up in his torture basement. And then he takes their money and kills them. So they go from fleeing one evil person to being caught by another evil person. And then in the chaos of the war, this is so crazy. They find this murder mansion, some French authorities. The, he's, he starts burning bodies. Uh, he has so many bodies in there that they're rotting, they're stinking, he can't bury them enough, he's killing so many people that he ends up uh, just trying to burn them, but not in an incinerator, in just a coal-fed stove, and it stinks. So the neighbors... How has the world missed this? Oh, this is great. For days, smoke is billowing out of this mansion in Paris that smells like rotting flesh, because that's what it is. So then the French authorities show up, and then they call him. He has another residence. This is a place where he hides what he's doing from his wife and kid. Oh, you know he's married with a kid. Oh, yeah, yeah. All this stuff. They're like, hey, man, what's going on here? He comes down, and he's like, are you guys German or French? And he's like, they're French. Uh, He figures it out. And then he tells them, well, I've been killing Nazis. That's who I've been burning. And, And I'm part of the resistance movement. He wasn't. Yeah. And, and he's he's like, so, you know, uh, I need to go back to my apartment and get these names for the Nazis find them so we don't more my, you know, yeah. comrades don't get caught. So they, they walk in, they see a house of horrors. He shows up and they're like, oh, yeah, go ahead and go get your stuff. And so he just leaves. He like does this in the chaos of World War Two. Uh, he leaves. Then they find out when they investigate the bodies further that these were not Nazis. These were French <laughs> citizens. Right. So then they want this guy. Well, now he goes into hiding. This is like such a crazy. He goes into hiding and then he develops an alias. Now, after the, the and then meanwhile, the war ends in this little seven month period. The Nazis are gone. And so now they're trying to hunt down traitors uh, who are like, you know, uh, sold people out to the Germans. Under his alias, he signs up for the real resistance group now. And now he's Henry Henri Valeri. And now he is like working in Paris still, but under an identity. They're still looking for Marcel Petio. Right. 
and it gets so crazy, this story. At one point, uh, they're like, we got to make catching this guy a priority. And then we need some of the resistance people to help us but find him. We're also at war, and the Nazis yeah. are coming in. After so the like- war, they assign him to catch himself. <laughs> Get out of here. Not get- they assign Henri uh, Valeri to catch Marcel Petio. So he's like, ah, I don't know where he is. You know, it- but I will look for him today. <laughs> My name is OJ. <laughs> yeah. It is yeah. the craziest story, and there's even more twists Dude, and turns so than many, that. There's it's so many things. I'm like, that's part OJ, it's part this. I'm like, yep. I'm like, oh, you're looking for the killer, are you? Like, oh, there, there's there's more. I mean, he was so arrogant in, in court. So what where, happened? Okay, so, or, or, so or, you know what? Don't tell us. I, I don't want to like. It's don't one of those, tell us. Don't, not, yeah, don't, don't I, I want to hear it. Yeah, it's 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 an interesting ending, and the whole story. I, I kept comparing him to Danny Powers, the Danny McBride, or the Kenny Powers, Danny McBride. He would do so much crazy brazen stuff, like like when he uh, so good and antagonized political opponents. Like he became mayor. By uh, he hired goons to when his uh, the person is given their side of the debate, uh-huh. he would he would just um, had uh, electricity pulled from the village so they didn't get to like say what they wanted to say, and then when he would get caught, he would he would be so cocky people would say like, hey man, like I'm turning you in, and he'd just be like, go ahead, uh, I'll just say I'm crazy and get out of it again. Doctor Satan, he Jesus. but for uh, and he killed a crazy amount of people too. Well, and they were French, so <laughs> yeah. Mm-mm. I've been to Paris, <laughs> like. Not the oh, end of the world. I, I did have a running gag that was so funny to me, just because I know for the few French listeners, it would just like uh, rile them up. But um, every every city that I talk about in this episode, I would give a breakdown of the best uh, French cuisine in the area, and I would just pick McDonald's, Burger King, and Domino's Pizza because I love for this nation known for culinary experiences. Yeah. Every single town has McDonald's, Burger King, and oh, Domino's without a doubt, man. And I, and I don't like mention that it's a joke on the podcast, really. So I just keep saying like, in this town, I mean, it's really a nice, oh, the best French cuisine. There's two Domino's pizzas within a, a you know half a mile of this location because I'm sure at least one French person would be like, that is not what we do. That is not what we do. We are known for so much more than that. We were in uh, Paris, my buddy China Joe and I, and yeah. everybody was nice except for the, we ran into these guys who pretended they couldn't speak English. We knew they could. Okay. So we started speaking big Latin. Oh boy. And calling them terrible things. Which we knew they understood what we were saying, but they couldn't react. Otherwise, they revealed that they didn't know. And we, uh, you know, uh, I don't even know if I, I don't even think I'm going to try it, but a uh, couple Xs. Oh, rhymes with punt. And uh, <laughs> K. And. Uh, <laughs> And uh, yeah, it, it went well. It went very nice. well. Uh, it's uh, but by the way, if you, oh, wow, we're running out of time. Uh, no, all right, we'll talk again. We're going to talk about podcasts. We're going to talk yes. about everything that's happening. But here's the main thing: this weekend, there's a couple shows uh, on Sunday. The last show on Sunday has a couple seats. If you want those seats, you're going to have to go to KC Improv or ImprovKC.com and get those tickets. That's the only way you're going to get those tickets. All the shows are sold out. It goes tonight, Friday to Saturday to Sunday to. And Amanda, uh, you know what? And bring her money. Bring her money and put it in her <laughs> hand. Palm it into her hand and just give it to her for no other reason other than she's a wonderful person. She's a very, very nice person. And uh, right, listen, good to see you, man. That was good a, to see you. That was a fast couple of hours, man. That was, uh, yeah, I, it did, I looked at my, that was uh, a fast I was like, oh my two, God, two and I can't half believe hours. time flew by. Yeah, time yeah. sucked. Mm-hmm. We, no. we, we time sucked it. It's good. <laughs> it's wonderful, man. It's, uh, uh, it's so good to, to be back in here, man. Yeah. Anything you need while you're in town, let me know, man. Hopefully, we'll find time to hang out. Yes. I would right, love good. to. Please, yeah. We will turn you now to your regularly scheduled program. You have been listening to Off Air with Johnny Dare. Off Air with Johnny Dare.